4: this happened you talked about it on the fan and the ball game's over
3: and the giants have won super bowl 46 when
4: new york sports happens talk about it here the fan 1019 fm and always live on the free odyssey app it's keith mcpherson on the fan 1019 fm and always live on the free odyssey app Get
5: it. I'm just excited because the natty's about to start. I mean, not for like 45 minutes. Keith McPherson on the fan. Can I just watch the national title game in peace? Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna watch the national championship and call the game on air for the next five hours. It's a five hour KM to AM one of five. Shout out to the Brooklyn Nets for going to Paris. Shout out to WFAN for lining this up. This has never happened. It took me three years, but this is the first time I will have five hours every night, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. to 12 a.m., and I'm excited about it. I think I'm prepared for it. I think that if this would have happened in 2021, 2022, I don't know how prepared I'd be for it, but I'm ready now. And I think last week when I had my one five-hour show, I said, I'm not going to bring in any guests because I'm going to be texting people and DMing people and asking for favors next week and I did I did a lot of that and if somebody's listening that didn't return my call text DM what's going on you you can still hit me back we got some openings later in the week but what I'll say about my guests is uh, these people are doing me a solid some I'm doing a solid by bringing them on air you know kind of you know sharing the platform but They're going to kind of pop up at random, right? They're going to pop up, and they might not be people that can talk about Aaron Rodgers or Wink Martindale, which we'll certainly get into. Um, They might have something sports-related to bring to the table that has nothing to do with Kevin Smith or Sean We'll We'll certainly talk about them later tonight. But it's just to mix in some other voices so you don't have 25 hours straight of me. I know everybody can't be a Keith McPherson fan, not, you know, there's not one host at this station that everybody has unanimous love and is fans of. It's just how it works. So 87 7, 33 7, a 6, a 6, and two more 6s will get you on my show. I am taking calls all through the night, and my guests will join me. We've got three tonight. I'm still booking some through the rest of the week, and some will join me in studio, which I think will be cool. But you guys host the show, you guys call in. It's Black Monday. So call the station and blackout. Tell me how you feel. J-E-T-S, just end the season. They did on a high note. Stop talking about the draft. I think Rex Ryan today went out there and said, well, who cares about the draft? You drafted Zach Wilson number two overall, and that is a great point. Why are you worried about your draft position, especially when you know you're not drafting a quarterback, you're going to draft an offensive lineman or a wide receiver to help Aaron Rodgers. And of course, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, we'll talk about Aaron Rodgers. I think he's suggesting there's a mole in the building, that there's nonsense BS going on, that they got a nip in the bud. Yeah, you got it. Aye, aye, captain, you run the show, whatever you say, you know, uh, you, you've been here not even a year, but you, you know, everybody bows down to Aaron Rodgers. Everybody's running it back with Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers says so cool. So now starts the hope again. Now starts the wait again. Now starts the months and months of preparation for the 2024 season that's supposed to be what this season wasn't. 877, 337, 6666. Garrett Wilson hated this season. It was the worst season of his life. <laughs> they better get it right. <laughs> they better keep Aaron Rodgers upright. Because these young guys that you hit on in the draft, man. Wilson said it himself, it doesn't seem that hard. He watches other offenses, he watches the game, sees other people move the ball, throw the ball, get first downs. Like You don't want this to become an unattractive place to play. This is New York City, it's very attractive for many reasons. Aaron Rodgers has two years, maybe three, I wouldn't even give him that. Two years. And some of these guys are going to start thinking about their own future and their own careers and they're not a guarantee to resign. They're not a guarantee to stay here. And a lot of these young guys have already wasted their young legs, their bodies, their speed, their you know their time, their careers. Brees Hall. I think the most egregious thing to come out there was that Brees Hall ended up being six yards away from 1,000. But the stat guy, the math guy for the Jets had it wrong. Like, that pissed me off. That's so cringy. That, like, this kid comes back from an ACL injury. And, yeah, he has a huge game, monster game. Jets fans have to be excited about ending the 15 straight games that the Patriots and Bill Belichick have beat you. And you send him off in a snow game in his own building into the tunnel. Goodbye. But, like, man, come on. How checked out are they? Because weeks ago... When they got eliminated and Aaron Rodgers got on Pat McAfee to say, we're running it back, I love these guys, everybody's safe. All gas, no brakes? They took their foot completely off the gas and the brake. They're sitting in neutral. Don't even realize the car is in neutral. But, you know, there's enough guys pushing the car to get you a win. Uh, Greg Zerline, Legatron. But, yeah, when I saw that, that they didn't do what was needed in the game to get that kid that milestone that 1,000 yards, like, that tells you everything you need to know about the Jets' ineptitude. That tells you everything you need to know about the franchise. People are not even doing their jobs. Somebody in the franchise, I bet you there were fans that were like, hey, yo, he's right there. But whatever, it it doesn't matter. After all is said and done, more is said than done. They were checked out because Aaron Rodgers said they are good for next year. Aaron Rodgers, the same guy that fed you the Jedi mind tricks of, oh, I'm coming back, yeah. Give me, give me your timelines. Give me your doubts. It never happened, bro, and it and it wasn't supposed to happen. But you needed something every Tuesday to go on air and talk about and be a distraction to your own team, your own fan base. I saw, I saw a fan write something about running it back that really stuck with me. It was like, okay, you guys get a mulligan. You guys get to run it over, uh, run it back, do over. What about the fans? What about us? Do we get a receipt? Uh, you know. Rob Salas said he was collecting receipts. How about the receipts for those Aaron Rodgers jerseys we bought? Those season tickets we bought? All the money that we put into this team and tailgating and going to games and getting, you know what I'm saying? It's like we don't get a do-over. This was a miserable season. But at least they ended it on a high note and got a win. The Giants got a win too. Yeah. We don't care about the draft, even though we we need a quarterback. (laughs) We need a quarterback in that draft, and there's a chance that the top three quarterbacks are gone before the Giants get to make their pick. Tonight, you should watch Michael Penix Jr. Tonight, you should watch the national championship. I always hear in this area, oh, yeah, I don't really watch college football because I guess, I don't know, Rutgers isn't big enough or Syracuse isn't close enough. But, man, this is Michigan versus Washington. These two teams are undefeated. Somebody's got to lose tonight. And there is a plethora of talent on the field. You might not know these guys tonight, but you will know some of them by the end of the game, and they could potentially help your team. 877-337-6666. On both sides of the ball, there's a bunch of NFL talent, man. I'm I'm locked on this game. They have a countdown. There's 35 seconds or, or 35 minutes and 40 seconds Till kickoff. I'm going to be hosting the show, but I'm telling you, I'm watching personnel. I'm watching for formations. I'm watching for everything. I can't wait to see how this game plays out. And I say that to say this. Michael Penix Jr. didn't win the Heisman. But he can win the national championship tonight. He can win the natty tonight for Washington for the Pac-12 that's no more. And he has the pen in his hand to write his story and raise his draft stock. Everybody's talking about Caleb Williams, Drake May. Jaden Daniels, who did win the Heisman. Michael Penix Jr. should be in that conversation. J.J. McCarthy wants to be in that conversation. Hardball, he's going to the NFL. And, man, there's so many NFL narratives that we'll get to later in the night from the Rams who said, F them picks. But, man, they can pick. When they get to the draft, they find talent in the fourth, fifth, sixth round. They're right back in the playoffs Going to face off against the Lions. We'll, we'll we'll go down the rabbit hole that I have for the NFL. Let's get back to the Giants. The Giants won, and the Giants need a quarterback. And they came out and told you they will be adding a quarterback. There's so many possibilities. Is Justin Fields going to become available? You know, are they going to look for more of the Jacoby Brissett backup types? Maybe Jameis Winston. <laughs> I've got a lot to say about Jameis Winston. I love what Tiki had to say on air today. And what he said after the broadcast or during the broadcast, but at the end of the broadcast, go off Tiki. I think I think the existence of bad Tiki is starting to light a fire in like regular nice guy Tiki. Tiki, man, don't let these people call up and tell you something. <laughs> Hall of Fame bound running back, somebody calling up WFAN to tell Tiki Barber about football. That was happening to me. I'm no Hall of Fame running back. I, I didn't make it to the league. <laughs> I barely played in, in college. But, you know, watching that Saturday night game, so many people had an opinion about catch the ball. That was on Gardner Minshew. We'll talk about all of the NFL narratives. The NFL is bogus, the officiating, uh, the gambling, all of it, but you can't script it. The NFL is king. They win again. The storylines are ridiculous. And here we go with a storyline today. All of my little quotes are are hitting. You know, all the uh, after all is said, then done, or after all is said and done, more is said than done. JET has just ended the season. How about believe half of what you see and none of what you hear? Because what I heard was, yeah, we expect Wink Martindale to come back. We just haven't talked to him yet. So I guess Wink didn't hear something. And then they fired a linebacker coach. They fired another guy under him. And now he's resigned. And I heard Sean Morash reading something. And I'm just like, wait, 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 wait. We don't know what is going on yet. It is Black Monday. Call the fan and black out. That's my theme for tonight. If you're a Jets fan and you're a Giants fan and you're disappointed, or maybe you're satisfied, whatever, this is your platform tonight to call. I think we're going to spend most of the night reflecting on the season and projecting into next season as well. But what I'll tell you is what's done is done. So, like, I heard calls today talking about what games the Jets would have won with Aaron Rodgers. Please stop. <laughs> Please stop. If he folded like he folded on that on that tackle four plays in, he might have folded four games in. You know, we can dream. So call up, I guess, air your grievances. How far are we from Festivus now? Air your grievances about the Jets, about the Giants, project into next season. What do you want to happen with the quarterback position? You can't bet a dollar on Daniel Jones being ready to go, and why would you? You shouldn't want that. And also with the Jets, do you want a tackle? Do you want a wide receiver? Who knows how the draft is going to shake out? There's a ton of work to do. After all of the hype, don't believe the hype. I always try and caution y'all. Don't believe the hype. After all the hype of this football season, expecting both of these teams to be playoff-bound, one team was expected for some reason to get to the NFC Championship, the other the Super Bowl, and look where we are. We're watching the National Championship tonight on Black Monday, thinking about what coulda, shoulda, woulda been. 87-7, 33-7, a 6 a 6 and two more sixes will get you on the show so everybody can hear you. I wanted to do a quick open. There's so much to touch on. There's so much to hit on. And we'll get through it through the night. But I want to hear from you before we bring in my first guest in about an hour. This is KM to AM. Keith McPherson until 12 midnight. This is the first of five shows back to back to back to back and one. Or right, no, back to back, back to back and one. Yeah, that's five. Monday through Friday this week, I'm so excited to connect with all the listeners, some people that go to sleep early that, I don't know, have jobs and don't catch me at 1 a.m., and uh, my regular callers and supporters that love what I do and what I bring to the table. Let's have some fun tonight. We got the national championship on. It's Black Monday. Coaches have been fired. There's a bunch of narratives from the NFL to talk about. And, of course, we want to hear from you, the Jets fans and Giants fans, on the season that was. How do you feel? Are you content? Are you upset? You have faith?
6: put the spring back into your step and into your home too shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45 percent. up to 45 percent off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply
4: or no the fan is better when you're a part of it call us at 877-337-6666 powered by paramount plus stream the nfl on cbs live on paramount plus
5: Yeah. Let's get into it, man. After all is said and done, more is said than done. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'm just thinking back to the preseason, right? The Giants named ten captains. (laughs) They traded one. The Jets were on hard knocks, and they didn't want to be, and then they embraced it, and I was like, nah, that's a curse. And look. Here we are on Black Monday picking up the pieces, and everybody's talking about what will be. Is Saquon Barkley done with the Giants? What can we expect next year if the Jets are running it back with the same guys? Like, how close are they, Rob Sala? Like, don't you guys get tired of that? I just saw someone write that to me on Twitter, at Keith McPherson on Twitter. Shout out to... uh, if you say so, on Twitter. He said, Robert Sala telling us for the 9,000th time we're close. I almost broke my laptop today. Like, that's got to be frustrating (laughs) as a fan base. And it makes me think about, like, what does the rest of the country think about New York teams and New York fans because they set us up for failure. They put the Jets and the Giants on a bunch of (laughs) primetime games. You couldn't hide. You could not hide this year. They're like, oh, great, great. You guys got Aaron Rodgers. Uh, You paid your quarterback 40 million. You've got the coach of the year. You've got the uh, offensive and defensive rookie of the year. Sure, let's see if you can follow that up. 877-337-6666. I'm going to go in order of the way people have called the show. Thanks for calling my show. Bill is in Maine first up on the fan.
7: Hey, how's it going, man? Thanks for taking my call.
5: Big fan. Thanks, thanks. Thanks for joining, Bill. What you got?
7: Um, so, I mean, I wanted to talk a little bit about the whole wink Martinell situation. Now, I mean, do you think this is more of an indictment on, you know, Dable and Shane versus, you know... Nah, nah, it's all pizza and donuts.
5: It's just pizza and donuts, you know?
7: Well, I mean, uh, my point is, it's like, when you become a DC, I mean, it's not like a one-and-done situation, you know? I mean, you want to... You know, uh, put your claws down. Two years. You know, and be established. He's very Um,
5: established. And, I mean.
7: So, do you think this is like alpha male, going after alpha male kind of a thing?
5: I just think it's like after a year like this, something has to give, something has to change. Right. I'm half this guy's, what's he, 60 years old? Like, I can't imagine. When you're 60 years old, how much are you going to really put up with? And, like, how much are you really going to take? And I think that the head coach is the guy calling the shots. And we clearly saw there were some disagreements. And, you know, after a while you get tired of answering the questions in the media. And if there is a, you know, difference in philosophy or or whatever,
7: like it just ran its course the first year. But also, I mean, you have to, uh, you know, accept the fact that, you know, Dable and Shane, you know, came from the same, you know, organization like the Bills. They're you literally know. attached at the hip, yes. Yep, um, yep. So it's kind of like a boys' club thing possibly going on. I don't know. No,
5: I don't think it's a boys' club thing. I think that, like, heads do have to roll. This is the NFL. Guys are fired. That's why they call it Black Monday because guys are fired and leaving jobs and cities and trying to find work and got to relocate their families. Like, it, it's a and tough day. And
7: plus, we're in the whole uh, – life of instant gratification, you know? Right. I mean, we we need to win the Super Bowl now, <laughs> you right. know?
5: microwave era in the NFL. Hey, we, we got to draft the – why can't we get C.J. Stroud? How come we can't do what the Texans did overnight? They got a rookie head coach, rookie quarterback. Look at them. They won the division. They're going to the playoffs. Um, what I think – Yeah. What I think yep. with, with Wink and and Dayball too, they're
7: alpha males, right? Yeah, they are. You yeah. know, they clash. You they're going to
5: – and they have completely different – Attitudes, demeanors, and they're on two different sides of the ball. And listen, it's 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 Daybull's team. So what yep, I think today yep. when he came out and said we expect Kafka and Martindale to return, and we all got that report, so we went off that. Okay.
7: Well uh, he did roll his eyes, I think, you know, so he might have known what was gonna happen.
5: Well, I would assume that they you know, they play the media. That's why I say believe half of and what Jay you Glazer see, none of what the you hear.
7: One to, uh, report it. They so, they uh, they
5: knew they knew the the corresponding moves might upset him or would upset him whether they you know it was intentional or not they probably didn't want to come out and fire him but him resigning okay, now, works out better for them and they're they gonna find another that, guy
7: now having said that Keith let's talk about drafts uh you know we're now in number six you know and everyone's saying oh drop the quarterback or draft an O line look let's talk back to the decade you know on our draft picks we've been drafting O line. You know, the, and missing,
5: yes, yeah. In, in the top, you know. in the top part of the draft, you drafted Daniel Jones, number six. Maybe you trade that pick. That
7: was the Gettleman thing, you know.
5: Yeah, I remember. But, and and uh, you know, Gettleman is looking at this team now, and some of the guys that he drafted are the best players on this team and signed or whatnot. And this is the this is the Shane and Day era, in my opinion. It they is. have it, to go get their quarterback of the future if he's available. The guy that they like and. I don't think Dable is going to rest. I think he's going to watch film. He's going to go to pro days. He's going to go to the combine, and they're going to fall in love with a quarterback or two. And if a guy they like is there in the first round,
7: they're going to take him. If not, they got to they got to get crafty, trade back. I mean, I mean, don't I mean, uh, I mean, yes, that's true. But also, don't forget that uh, Carolina gave up their first pick to the uh, the Bears. They're an
5: absolute it, mess. Speaking it, of Carolina,
7: got, you know Jordan Love or whatever. You know, uh, or did you see that the Panthers
5: requested an interview with the Giants' assistant GM Brandon Brown for their GM spot? So like,
1: people I did are coming to take that.
5: their guys. Yeah, Tom Pelosero put that out at four fifty. I clipped that and put it in my notes. The Panthers requested an interview with the Giants' assistant GM because they need to find a new GM under David Temper, who's I I, I dumped it, Pauly. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Um, but yeah, basically. You know, long story short, short story long. It's the Shane and Day Bull era. They got to find their quarterback. They're going to add a quarterback. They might may go the veteran route, but I think they're going to do everything. And the last thing I'll leave you with is during the bye week. Do you think they'll
7: tag uh, Saquon?
5: No, I don't think that again. Like, no, why do the same
7: thing? Let him let him go test the market. Like, well, you know well, you know how the market is with running back. Yeah, somebody's That's going to pay the him. Mind. They paid it's Odell a, a lot of money to join the Ravens
5: that nobody else wanted to pay him. And, and, and great. Thanks for the call, Bill. I got to get a word in. So during the season when Shane had his press conference during the bye, he had said he's done more work on this upcoming draft than he was able to do the last two being here. What does that mean? Okay, now I've been here for a while, right? Now I'm able to travel with the team and go to certain campuses and colleges and physically look at players and take notes and talk to our, our personnel and our scouting department. Our team. I think that they're very prepared for this upcoming draft. Now, if the quarterback of their liking is not available, there's many things you can do with that top pick, and they also have other holes to fill. I think defensive coordinators aren't going to be hard to find. Don't underestimate Shane and Dable, the connections that they have, the amount of people that they know. Wink Martindale at 60 as well. They might want a young gun. They might want a younger guy that connects with the defense in a different way. 87-7, 33-7, you know the rest to get on the fan. Dave is in Cranford, New Jersey. Go for it, Dave.
8: Hey, Keith, man, it's always great talking to you. You know I'm a big fan of yours. Uh, and really happy you're on for 2-2 two, two, and 1. Thanks, um, man. Um, so, yeah, I think I, I think just a lot of what you just said, I just, you know, I think I actually agree with uh, I add one other thing to it. One is, you know, grateful for Martindale. Like, he gave us two great years. He's a great coach. He's a great person. He's a ton of fun to listen to. you got to love everything about him. Um, but at the same time, you know dayball has gotta be the head coach he's gotta be the man and like so if if that this is what he needed to do in order to make sure that on the team he's you know the man and and they can go and find another you know defensive coordinator. I don't think it's as big a deal or some big. They won you know, six games um, this
5: year. They won nine games last year. It's not like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like we're we're losing a defensive coordinator that, that you know, defense wins championships. We, we're losing our Super Bowl winning defense. No. I think, like I said, he's 60 years old. He's been around the block. He was getting yep. interest as a head coach. Maybe he'll explore that. Or who wants to go to work and argue every day? Maybe he'll go somewhere else where he ain't got to argue, and there's a younger head coach that looks up to him and says, you got the defense, and – you know, who knows? Who knows? I just think, you know, I
8: I, I totally agree. And I think the other thing is just on, on the Giants draft, you know, uh, I mean, whatever I look back on the year, you know, whatever it was frustrating as heck. Although I do think they played hard and made it interesting and, and down the stretch with, I think, which was, which was good, better than not. But, um, one is, we ain't gonna know nothing. I have heard people call in and be like, Shane is saying this, Shane is saying that. You know, Dable's saying this, Dable's saying that. But believe me, you know, the 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 GM from Chicago just came out and some there was some report that he's gonna trade the first overall pick, you know, whatever. Don't believe any of it until draft night. Like until the the drafts a, come down. Dave, that's I don't a great point. Because Any the draft
5: is a competition. They're competing against all 31 other teams in the NFL. The Giant fan knows right. that because you could have Micah Parsons right now if you go back to a couple drafts and what went on there. Oh, here come the Eagles, Devontae Smith, and then uh, you end up taking Kadarius Toney. Here come like, like the draft is a competition. I've been saying that for, for probably years on the fan, right? They're it's not right. going to show the their other- hand. They're not going to let you really know. The- they don't have to tell the media and the fans anything.
8: And then I'll leave you with this. And this isn't so much a a Daniel Jones-like defense as far as him as a quarterback and whether we should keep him or not or anything like that. However, I do think he has both the work ethic, the character, and I would go as far as to say the personality that if there was a team that has a franchise quarterback that they're paying because they're paying them like a franchise quarterback. So whatever you want to say, you know, they're paying them like a franchise quarterback and they will next year. If there's a team or if there's a player that could actually still perform in New York and not get all worked up and keep his head down and, and work hard and say all the right things and not create a controversy. If the giants decide that the best thing for them to do is to go find a player at uh, a quarterback at six, move up to four, move up to two, do whatever the heck they want to do. I think the Giants know that they could actually get away with doing that. Where a lot of other teams, that franchise quarterback would be too sensitive, too, yeah. too, you know, I... worried about his his position on the team wouldn't be able to handle having a young guy. I agree. I actually think Daniel Jones is the guy that could handle a guy behind him, even though this is not Eli and Daniel Jones. This isn't an older guy and a younger guy. This would be a guy that was designed to take your spot, you know, in two years, even though you don't think you're ready to move on in two years. And and I think that actually, in for as crazy as it sounds, could work because of Daniel Jones.
5: Great call, Dave. I'll take it from here. Uh, Daniel Jones, I've got a ton of respect for. You guys have heard me sing the guy's praises. He's a pro's pro. Just the way he goes about his business in the hardest place to go about your business. Right? And, and And I've done this whole thing from when he was drafted in viral videos of fans freaking out. The reaction of the giant fan base. Daniel Jones. The funniest video is those kids in their living room thinking that they're about to get Josh Allen, not Josh Allen from the Bills, Josh Allen... Uh, Number 41, the DN from the Jaguars. Those those young Giants fans flipping out, falling to the ground (laughs) when they call out Daniel Jones. So he had to deal with that initially, right? Like, okay, you just got drafted six overall, and your fan base and a lot of pundits feel like that was a reach for you. You were drafted too high. Then you got to step in and take over for Eli Manning, which there is only one Eli Manning, right? There is only one guy that... Has two rings, knocked off Tom Brady. Like, there's only one Eli, number 10. Once a Giant, always a Giant. You got to be the next franchise quarterback after him. He's dealt with injuries. He's dealt with different head coaches, offensive coordinators. He's dealt with no offensive line, no weapons. And he just keeps showing up and working and dealing with it. And you know what? He got paid, paid. Good for him that he got paid before this year. Because here it is, more challenges for you, Daniel Jones, in this season. You're going to hurt your neck, and it's going to be a career-threatening injury. Then you're going to come back and tear your ACL, and then you're going to have to listen to folks actually say that they think Tommy DeVito is better than you are. A third-string quarterback that you're helping in practice, you're helping in the film room, that you're texting, giving him confidence, you're listening to fans say, oh, well, Daniel Jones never did what this kid can do. And you're trying to rehab, right? Now he's going to rehab and come back. And now here's another test for the guy again. They may draft a quarterback six overall. They may trade up and get one of these highly touted quarterbacks that everybody's talking about. And you have to come back from your torn ACL and compete again, right? Leave out the whole, okay, we brought Tyrod Taylor here to compete with him because we didn't believe in him. We didn't pick up his option which would have cost us half of what it cost. Once we signed him for 40 million his option was a little bit over like 20 22 million. We we bring Tyrod here, we're telling the defense the plays when Daniel Jones is getting the one the uh reps with the ones and we're not doing that for Tyrod just to just to test the guy, just to break the guy. And he didn't break. He he leads the Giants to the playoffs. He runs the ball, he throws the ball. He stays healthy for a year. He gets the bag, more challenges. Now you got to come back from injury. Now you got to compete Probably, he's not going to be ready. Like, go look at Kyler Murray and when he got hurt last year and how long it took Kyler Murray to come back. Like, I just this is a guy with a long injury history. They're not going to rush him back. They have to find a quarterback and I think another a veteran quarterback and maybe Tommy DeVito. It's just, you know, he's a pro's pro. I've got a ton of respect for Daniel Jones. But, yes, I don't think that you'll get a Ryan Tannehill answer out of him. Like, oh, it's not my job to teach this kid. I don't think that he'll act like Aaron Rodgers did. And, you know, get all tight and butthurt about it with, oh, you drafted my replacement. No, he's going to come to work and he's going to do what's best for the team. And if it's Jaden Daniels or Michael Penix Jr., whoever it is in there, Daniel Jones is going to teach and he's going to help. And he's not going to be a problem. He's not going to be an issue. And if his number is called to go out there and be the quarterback of the Giants, he's going to do that. But you're never going to have to worry about him saying anything to the media. You're never going to worry about any of that with him because the kid – is an absolute pro's pro. Josh is up in the Bronx next up on the fan. Go for it, Josh. I'm telling you, Keith McPherson, the
8: Dallas Cowboys, they the Washington, and they got help from the the New York Giants to get that second (laughs) seed. Josh, I did
5: not think they were winning the division. I did not think they were getting the number two seed. (laughs) A couple weeks ago, if you would have told me they beat the Lions and the Eagles lose to the Cardinals, I wouldn't have bet 0.09 0.09 cents in FanDuel, and that's the <laughs> lowest bet you can make in FanDuel.
8: Keith, take it from here. Thanks for taking my call. I'll call you the week's
5: <laughs> Josh, you're the man, bro. <laughs> Appreciate it. Let's keep it rolling. Tim in Hartford, Connecticut on the fan in New York.
9: Hey, Keith, how are you?
5: I'm good. Thanks for joining the show, Tim.
9: Hey, thanks, buddy. Um, yeah, I want to talk about uh, – I'm a Giants fan. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and the whole Martindale thing. Um, th- this is a bad look, as Lukey was saying. I mean, I think personally, I think Joe Shane is just. I hate to say this. I think he's just an empty suit. I think Brian Dable's really? calling the shots. Um, and I, I, well, so, go ahead.
5: So, so, yeah, just elaborate more on the empty suit. You don't think Shane is a guy? You don't think he's a good GM? I think he he's mm-hmm. Very well prepared, no. well spoken, and measured with the he, media. He, we
9: don't have enough history. How do you know he's a good GM? He's been here what a year?
5: Yeah, I don't know. I
9: guess I'm he's going off of Evan I'm Dio. going off of the how's instant. that, how's that worked out? You know, the
5: playoffs you know? last year, but they've erased that. And you know, with, with Wink Martindale, like what are we what are we talking about with Wink? They got smoked this year. Right? I'm screaming, how about them Cowboys? Do the math on the two Dallas games. That's embarrassing. Right? You should get fired. And they have too much respect for a Wink Martindale and his career at 60. They ain't going to fire him. But they did all the other things to make the guy fire himself and resign. But, yeah, there were games uh, Seattle put up 24. The Dolphins put up 31. The Niners put up 30. Like There were enough games where you're looking at the defense like the head coach was saying, what the hell is going on? What's the plan? What are we doing to stop them?
9: Right, but uh, I'm just you know, I mean, when he ends up as the DC for the Eagles and comes back or the Cowboys and comes back and kicks Mm -hmm. our butt, people are going to be saying, "You think he's spiteful like that?"
5: Because the Eagles are definitely going to be looking for a guy, and if Dan Quinn goes and takes a head coaching job somewhere, the Cowboys are going to be looking for a guy. Wink Martindale, you think he's spiteful like that? I I don't know.
9: I I don't know. The other thing is about the draft. um, You know, Michael Penix is like, okay, we'll see what he does, but I mean. Everybody's up in arms up because of the one game he had. I mean, this kid can sling it. I mean, his his. I don't say one
5: game he had. He had one game like ten times this year.
9: Yeah, but I, I mean, I'm talking about like quality, quality competition. You know. Okay. Um, uh, the Texas it, game. Anyway, he can sling it. Spiral. Um, it comes out of his hand. It really, uh, really quickly. He evades the um, rush. He's accurate. Yeah, he, he he has that three quarter, which I'm not. Too fond of, but what, three quarter. It comes out of the hand so quick. Oh, his release. You're talking about a release. Yeah, but the other thing that concerns me is when he's got injury issues.
5: And yeah, then... football is a
9: rough ass game. Guys get hurt and like. I know, and I don't want like you know another Daniel Jones here. You know, or, yeah, but you oh, can't call
5: it. For- you can't call it. Maybe he stays healthy the rest of the way. Look at how many yeah. quarterbacks got hurt in the NFL this year. We didn't know Aaron Rodgers was going down. We didn't know Anthony right. Richardson, a top pick, was going down. Kirk Cousins, right. like you, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's rough. These like I think people right. watch on TV and forget this is American Gladiator. These guys are you know in a, a low key battle war. <laughs> Right,
9: right. Now, now, one last thing, and, I, and I'll I'll let you go because I know you have other callers. But he's a lefty. So what's the blind side? The right tackle. Yeah. Who's our right tackle?
5: Uh, <laughs> not Evan Neal. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know if it's we Evan Neal. We don't know.
9: So you need a solid right tackle if you draft him, you know, um, because he'll just get destroyed. You know, if you don't have a... Spe- Any quarterback would get destroyed. They got they,
5: they have to figure it out up front. Yeah, you're 100% correct with that, Tim. Thanks for the call. Uh, I'll say this, right? You're not doing anything without an offensive line. You're not doing anything. It doesn't matter if it's Tommy DeVito, Tyrod Taylor. It doesn't matter if it's, it's Jake Fromm, Mike Glennon. Like, you're not, you're not going to have success without the big boys up front, man. That's why quarterbacks, running backs, that's why people show the offensive linemen so much love. When I played... <laughs> guys that block for me back up third string, whatever. I'm like, those are my friends. You want the offensive linemen to love you. You want them to to block and protect you like like your family. They they gotta get it figured out up front. How I f- I feel like every year it's a conversation about the Giants O line. Right? Remember, oh the Hog Mollies, we're gonna fix it. I was like, no, get that fixed. And maybe it's a draft where you take Joe Alt from Notre Dame, but why not go get some surefire guys? Leave no stone unturned across the league to find the veteran guys that you don't have to worry about, right? You're going to hire a new offensive line coach? Man, get 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 guys that understand. I think it's still a risk, right? We just laughed about Evan Neal. Oh, but Evan Neal was a surefire thing. I remember watching his, um, hey, rookie, welcome to the NFL. I remember Michael Irvin raving about Evan Neal. Oh, this kid. <laughs> of course, er, er, Michael Irvin raving about Evan Neal. The Giants take him. And the guy looks like he doesn't know protection. He doesn't know fronts. He doesn't know which way is right, left, who to block. It's it's a still a risk taking even a surefire offensive tackle uh, in the draft. Matt, maybe you shore it up with some veterans because you already have a young center. Andrew Thomas, I know he's he's legit, but he's he's still young too. And other pieces or whatever, I, I think you need some veterans. I think you need um, some surefire NFL guys that can shore up that line, that can coach up the line, that can help some of the young guys. But but I don't know. If you want to waste a a six overall pick on an offensive lineman, do that. We'll we'll see. None of us know. That's the thing, folks. It's the NFL. If this happens, if this happens, if they trade here, if they take a quarterback here, if the commanders take it, nobody knows. So tonight it's Black Monday. All we're going to do is project. And I am so pumped up for Blake Corum and J.J. McCarthy. Michael Penix Jr., you guys are going to see these wide receivers tonight for the Washington Huskies. This is going to be a good game. This is going to be a good game. So if you're if you're at home, you're looking for something to watch, turn on the national championship. It's about to start now. These boys are about to start hitting, hitting. Keith McPherson on the fan. Call me up and join my show. I don't have another guest or, well, I don't have my first guest until about half an hour. We're just talking football. It's Black Monday. We're going over the Jets and the Giants, what was and what will be. Join the show. I'll be right back.
4: When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan.
3: Play fake. Jones rolls left.
4: Throws left. Wide open for the touchdown. is Bellinger. here. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey
2: app.
5: Yeah, yeah. Knew the beat was going to skip right there. I think I said that last time I was on and we came back with LL. I'm like, for some reason, when we play the lounging beat, there's a little skip in the beat right there. That doesn't bother anybody else? No one else noticed that? You guys don't listen to the fan all day? I'm sorry, I got to mute the TV. I'm watching the national championship the Natty's on. You guys don't care about football? I played at two colleges. I love football and college football. I, I don't think I've ever missed a national championship. I just was Googling. I'm like, when's the last time... A Pac 12 team has won the national championship. They, there's never been a college football playoff team that's won it, like USC some years back. I'm rolling with Washington. I got to go to Seattle for the first time this year, going to the All Star game. Shout out to the Players Alliance flying me out to the All Star game. And uh, when I went to, I don't know, some charity, not charity softball, but it was like a, there was a softball team that the Players Alliance was funding. And we rode out and I got to really see, you know, beyond the city of Seattle, get to see a little bit more Washington. We went past the University of Washington and uh, I got to see a little bit of their campus. And I'm like, it's beautiful out here. What a great place to go to school and play football. And Michael Penix Jr. transferred from Indiana to Washington. And he's got a great story. And I really hope that they're able to knock off Michigan. Those guys cheated. They, they were stealing signs like the Houston Astros. Remember you guys forgot about that? So we've talked a bunch about the Giants and Wink Martindale, and I guess if you feel like it's sketchy or a bad look, none of that matters, man. It's business. And like I said, head's got to roll. It's Black Monday. I mean, would you win six games? You got blown out at home. You got embarrassed on national. day. like, somebody has to go. And what I think is, what I surmise, Wink Martindale is a coach with a great long resume and a lot of respect. You know, you don't fire a guy like that. So what what would have been more, uh, you know, acceptable for you? The sketchy way it all kind of went down with them firing the guys that worked under him that he had relationships with kind of triggering his resignation or them starting with, yeah, you're gone, you're fired. And then people like, oh, they got no respect for Wing. He's got one more year on his deal. Like, it is what it is. So Giants fans, uh, you can call and we can go through that all night. But I, I don't think you'll you'll care too much if, I don't know, your defense improves next year if you get a, a hotshot young defensive coordinator and all of a sudden
0: Kayvon Thibodeau is better, you know. They will care if he does go, because I think he, he he's going to go to Philly, I think. Yeah, but you can't be afraid of that. You just right. No, but Philly. they're going to say, why couldn't Dable and Wink just be mature adults and just no. get it done? That's what people are going to say. It's,
5: it's Dable's team, and I hate that Michigan is balling like this right now. That was too easy. Very maybe, easy. Maybe there's something to be said about the Big Ten versus the Pac-12.
0: But that's it. I, down UM. That's what I would say. Is that um, hell to the? I'm I'm sorry, bro. I'm no, watching this no, game. Get I it up, man. About, I mean, get I care, out. but
5: I'm I'm like if I any other in any other universe, I would be at home right now watching the national championship. Not working, not doing anything else. Like this not is not exactly great tackling
0: me. from the Huskies there. Oh my gosh,
5: gashed them. Didn't they? They didn't take good angles there. That's why I said that. That opening drive was two eight plays, eighty-four yards, four minutes, forty-six seconds. Michigan made that look easy. really
0: easy, very, very easy. I, all my bets are
5: on Washington. Real quick, the the,
0: just going back to the Giants. Real quick, I actually think some Giants fans might even prefer Wink to Dable. If there's a comparison, what well, that between doesn't the make two. any
5: damn sense at all.
0: I actually think because <laughs> I, well, I, I just think people don't like personality. Personality. Dable's results. personality, his press conference, he's awful. He's like a mini Belichick. He doesn't nah. say anything. And clearly today, sh- either Shane and Dable lied to the people, which they're going to do, and they're which they're going to do, do or you this know? actually came out of nowhere for them, I, I love which Aaron means Boone, they're even I'm, more incompetent. I remember Aaron Boone
5: opening up spring training and telling me Gio Urshel was going to be the shortstop. I knew he was lying. I knew that was a lie. And then what happened? They traded for IKF and Josh Donald. They don't have to tell us anything. We—that's another thing. As fans, we think that we like—we reserve the right to know. No, it's business. And if they tell you everything, they're gonna do that's showing their hand to someone else. And like, they don't have to let you know their plans. Uh, a wise person told me, don't let no, don't let people know your plans because they're gonna shoot them down. Like you know, real G's moving silence like lasagna. Like just like. Do what you're going to do, and everyone doesn't have to know about it. It's going to happen over time. So with, with Wink Martindale resigning, it kind of was like a, the next domino to fall when you saw that they kicked his guys to the curb, and they were like, it's just, it's just obvious how they let it play out. They didn't have to come out today and tell the media anything. It, it played out how it, it played out, and I, I'm telling you, you're not going to care. You're not going to care about 60-year-old Wink Martindale if you're winning games and you're not giving up 40, 30 points. You're not going to care about Wink Martindale if the players you drafted, right? Uh, Banks is all sure. pro next That's year, fine. like he says he's going to be. If if some of these other guys, Dexter Lawrence, like you're not going to care if these guys become, you know, no, even listen, we know what the, the Giants' is issues better. are.
0: It's not it's not going to be Wink. It's going to be who the hell is their quarterback? That's going to be – that. that's what they have to worry about now because – and I'm telling you, in the last two or three seasons, in the Giants offense, you know what quarterback has looked, looked the best? Tyrod Taylor. He's the guy that legit looked better than Daniel Jones. It was
5: Tyrod Taylor looked the best. And they benched him for Tommy DeVito. Simon is in Forest Hill, Queens. What's up, Simon? You're on the fan. Uh, yeah,
2: oh, yeah. Actually, that was my question. Is the Tyrod coming back next
5: year? I don't think so. Uh that's uh, that's the end of his contract, and I would think that he would want to go somewhere else. And I would think that is run there. Like I, I, I don't expect Tyrod Taylor to come back.
2: Okay, because I was just confused. Like, am I seeing the same thing? Because Tyrod just threw, threw for three hundred yards against the Rams, who were five and one. Back to back weeks.
0: Me? Back to
5: back weeks, he balled on on playoff defenses.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I I don't understand all this talk about Daniel Jones. Um, I thought he was coming back. And like if he came well, back, I would make him the starter because the Giants no. are a different team. That's but why there,
5: that's why there's contracts, right? Like Daniel Jones is under contract. He has to come back. Tyrod Taylor's not under contract after this. Like he can go. And I don't think they're gonna pursue him as a backup. I think they're gonna draft a young guy and maybe bring in another veteran for some insurance or let Tommy DeVito be the third string. There's a good chance that your quarterback room is Whoever's drafted in the first round or second round, I guess, should be a first-round quarterback. Whoever's drafted in the first round, Daniel Jones and Tommy DeVito will be your three quarterbacks. And if, if Daniel Jones isn't ready to go, Tommy DeVito, you get all the offseason OTA work and this and that, and they got to bring in somebody else. I think they already brought, they brought in Matt Barkley and Jacob Eason, so those guys could potentially hang around too.
2: Well, well, I mean, it's unfortunate because I feel like the Giants, the only shot they had to do anything in 25 is with Tyrod Taylor. You feel confident going into that game, but Jones, the, the guy that you know couldn't I mean?
5: complete the two yard pass to Saquon Barkley to win well, the game. Know, I mean,
2: that was a mistake. All <laughs> quarterbacks make mistakes. You got to look at his overall I, I made a ton of
5: them in my time, uh, but I gotta let you go, Simon. I don't even know what he just said, but the sentence just like threw me off. Did he say like the, the, <laughs> like I don't know how we're not talking about the future without Tyron Taylor? He's not under contract. He's a journeyman. I think he's played 13 years in the league. Nobody is looking for a future with Tyrod Taylor. They're looking for him to be a backup, be in their quarterback room, provide depth in case of emergency like the Giants did. Let me take another call before we go to break. Oh, no, we got to break it down now. All right, but I was trying to get to some of the Jets stuff. We will. Okay, so if you're, if you're a Jets caller, stay there. We're We're definitely going to get to the Jets, but we opened up. I mean, the biggest news is Wink Martindale is no longer the Giants' defensive coordinator. And I understand that. They gave up a ton of points this year. 877-337-6666. I'm watching the game. You should be watching the game. We'll be right back.
3: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.